0: show. The time is moving. We are in February. Nevertheless, I hope that you're doing well, that you had a great week and that you're gearing up for a great weekend, a time to rest, reset, refresh as we continue to move toward our goals and dreams. Um thank you as always for joining me and being a part of the Jamel Sanders podcast. And so I just want to take a moment and say Hello to those of you that may be first-time listeners or new listeners to the podcast. Uh, The Janelle Sanders Show is nothing new. It was created more than a decade ago with one intention, and that was to empower individuals to fulfill purpose and maximize their greatest potential. And every episode, through intriguing conversations, inspiring guests, intentional tools and strategies we want to empower you to live your greatest life that's what we've done from the inception that's what we will continue to do for as many years as possible you know when we started this podcast uh, we didn't know exactly how it would go you have to go back and listen to the anniversary episodes of last year but we just kind of turned the microphone on and we said we're going to see what happens and here we are and people are still listening And to see the growth and the progression of the podcast over more than a decade is amazing. The fact that people are still listening um, after that much time is amazing and a testament to how great you are as a community and how much you value the message. So if you're new, I do appreciate you uh, tuning in and being a part. I want to say hello to my regular listeners, those of you listening on Apple, we appreciate you. Thank you so much for your support. You know, I love Apple, and there's some exclusive content coming to the Apple platform from us really soon, so I hope you'll stay tuned for that. Hello to those of you listening to me on Stitcher. Hello to those of you listening to me on Spotify. Spotify, you all are amazing. As we look through the data and the metrics from last year, um, you are by far our biggest platform, and when I saw the countries represented that are listening to this podcast it blew my mind uh, to know that certain parts of the world where i would have never thought there was even an audience for this um, podcast are listening and listening on a consistent basis so i'm just honored thank you so much hello to those of you that are listening on iHeartRadio. radio i love and appreciate you and your support Hello to those of you listening to me on Amazon or Audible or any other platform that I may not have named. Thank you so much for the opportunity to serve you and to do life with you. I would love to connect with you beyond this podcast. Please reach out to me. Um, through our website, www.jamelsanders.com Again, that's www.jemelsanders.com. There you will find a hub of empowerment resources. You will find um, right on our homepage a way to subscribe to my newsletter that goes out to people all around the world with empowering content and information to help you take your life to the next level you will find also more about my programs and services and books you'll find out Um, My social media platforms are listed there as well with the exception of TikTok, which I believe is official Jamel Sanders, so you can find out all about me and my work on the website, and those of you that may be new uh, beyond this podcast, I am the founder and the CEO of Jamel Sanders International LLC a global management consulting advisory firm uh, that empowers individuals around the world to fulfill purpose and maximize their greatest potential. Um, We I work with leaders in business and government all around the world and help provide solutions to complex global problems. I have the privilege of consulting with some incredible leaders all around the globe and helping them to get the strategies and the tools and the wisdom that they need to be on the cutting edge and to lead change in a new era. And so you can find out more about me, conferences, seminars, symposiums, my keynote presentations, all of that is there on the website, and uh, you can inquire about our services there as well. And, of course, beyond uh, that, I am a 11-time author. Yes, I did say 11, um, and I just recently released – excuse me, my 11th book, which is Pressure, Unlocking the Power of Prophetic Intercession. Before I go into this break, let me just say this. The feedback that I have gotten from this book has been absolutely amazing. Um, I continue to get stories of how people are just experiencing powerful shifts, Uh, powerful transformation and growth is happening in their lives through this book and you know I hear that from so many books but the thing that I have to say and we're going to take a quick break because I need to cover a lot today but when I grappled with this book I was going to write a different book it was really centered around leadership and innovation continuing on the theme of my tenth book which was next but I really just felt like I needed to write this book, and people have been telling me for years, uh, Jamel, people are very fascinated with your prayer life and your spirituality, and we would like you to write around prayer. And every time I tried to write a book about prayer, it just would not come together. I would sit down, get on my laptop, nothing. I would sit down and start writing about leadership or authenticity or another topic, and it would just flow. And so I'm like, it must not be the season to write about it. But I knew it was time, and so I began to write and end this book, and I really delved deep into my journey, my personal experience, my faith, um, and the things that have anchored me in my faith over the years. And let me tell you, prayer has been a pillar in my life. I would not be who I am. I would not be doing the things I'm doing. You wouldn't be listening to me if prayer was not a driving force in my life. And so this book really delves into my personal story. It delves into what prayer is and what prayer is not. It delves into prophetic intercession, how to contend for uh, the prophetic fulfillment of a promise. It gives you insight into how to bring uh those unborn realities into the realm that we call time, and so much more is covered in the book. It's a powerful resource and tool that I guarantee you will transform your life, as I'm hearing so many stories. So the uh, the book, you can get it from Amazon, Kindle, Nook. Um, Most major book distributors have access to pressure, and I know that this is going to be a great benefit and a great blessing to your life. And before we go to the break, I just want to say thank you so much to all of you that have been so kind and so supportive of pressure, and thank you so much for sharing your stories of how this resource has resonated with you in such a profound way. I want to do something really quick. Let's take a break and we're going to jump right into this series. We'll be right back. so I don't want to waste any time today. I want to jump into this. We've been in the middle of a series called I started you off Right," and we've done four parts. Last week was really my favorite part because we talked about one of my favorite topics, and that is relationships. And if this is going to be the greatest year of your life, you're going to need the right relationships. I talked about how uh relationships are a powerful form of currency and how if you want to attract better relationships into your life, you have to become better in the process and how I've worked so hard to be a person of value and how that has given me relational currency um, in the lives of some incredible and amazing people all around the world and it will do the same for you if you will apply the principles. So if you didn't listen to last week's episode, go back Definitely give that a listen as well. But we're continuing. I thought I was going to end on relationships, but as I finished the episode, I was like, I feel like it's missing something. And so, if I really want to put a bow on this conversation, I've got to cover another topic and so we're giving this one more week this is the final part because i want to move into a different direction in the next few weeks but we're talking about starting to y'all right, making this a winning cycle and this is part of, here we go this year will only be different if you decide to make it different i feel like so many people are waiting for all of these different things to happen. They're waiting for this major breakthrough or this door to open or this relationship to converge upon their life. And they don't realize, as you've heard me say so many times, that you are the catalyst for all changing your life. And what thing are you going to be do differently that's going to determine the direction that your life takes this year? I think that's one of the most important questions that we can ask ourselves as we embark upon 2023. Uh, what, What are you going to do that's going to make this year different from every other year? Because the reality is that for most people, 2023 is going to look like 2022 and 2021 and 2022. 20 and 2019 and so forth. It's, it's just a repeat. There's nothing that is changing. And one of the saddest things to do is to look back in retrospect and see that no growth has happened in your life. Write that down. One of the most saddest tragedies, and I've heard this from so many people and it just, it's just so troubling to me, to look back in retrospect over the last even year and you don't even have to go back to a three years and to see no growth in your life. It really brings to my mind the question of what in the world are you doing? I mean, are we just existing or are we really getting the value out of life and really understanding the lessons that life is trying to teach us? You know, when I came onto the scene years ago, everybody began to say, you don't sound like anybody, you don't talk like anybody, and most Certainly, you don't think like anybody we've ever heard before. And I told them that most people can only offer perspectives. They can't offer wisdom. And I think the thing that is different for me is that I'm not just going through the motions and giving you perspectives and opinions about subjects. I'm giving you wisdom from my life and my journey, and God has given me a unique ability To unpack my experiences and to unleash them in a way that it brings insight and understanding to the lives of people around the world I think another thing that has given me a prophetic edge and advantage is that I have the ability to articulate uh, complex truths in a very practical way that people can apply them to their lives and get results sometimes people are speaking so much industry jargon and language that people cannot really relate to or resonate with what they're saying, and I like to speak in such a way that you can begin to, and I know some things I say are heavy and deep and profound, and people have to process them a while, but I try to speak in practical terminology so that you can begin to apply uh, certain wisdom and insights to your life. So the year is moving along very fast. The reality is that it takes more than clichés and resolutions to change your life. It takes clearly defined priorities, and relentless passion to change your life. So one thing that you hear me talk about all the time, anybody that – has worked with me, done business with me, been mentored by me, trained by me, or even if you're just a friend of mine, you hear this word prioritization over and over. And one of the keys to my productivity, one of the keys to my success has been my ability to properly prioritize. A lot of people say they're trying to manage your life. You can't really manage your life, but you can prioritize your life. And so if this year is going to be different, it's going to be because of prioritization, and it's going to be because of passion. A lot of people are living a dry, dead, dull existence because they lack passion. And the absence of passion will always result in the absence of progress. And so if you want to progress, if you want to live the life of your dreams, if you want to realize your greatest potential, you got to prioritize and you got to be passionate. Passion is more than an emotion. Passion is an internal resolution that will not allow you to quit. Write that down. Passion is not just an emotion or a feeling. It is an internal resolution that does not allow you to quit or give up. And so people are like, how do you continue to do what you do day in and day out and you've done it for so long and you continue to do it? And it's not that you don't have moments where you just don't feel like doing it and you want to say, forget it. But the thing that really drives and motivates me is that I'm so passionate about it. I'm passionate about leadership. I'm passionate about innovation. I'm passionate about visionary leadership and thought leadership. I'm passionate about training and developing leaders. I'm passionate about this podcast. I'm passionate about the projects that I'm involved with. And so if you're going to go the distance and you're going to have sustainability and staying power, you've got to be passionate about what it is that you're doing. If you're not satisfied with where you are in your life, then you can always make a shift. I think that's one of the most beautiful things about life is that you don't have to stay where you are you always have the ability to choose something different and to do something different and for most people 2023 will simply be a replay and a repeat of 2022 What i know to be true is that dreams without drive die that is the honest truth, that if you have a dream and you don't have any drive, that dream is going to die. And this is why people live in that realm called someday. If you've heard me say that someday is not a day of the week, and someday will never bring you into a realm of success and prosperity. So if you keep saying someday and one day, you're never going to do it. But if you start to say today you begin to set the principles and the laws of success in motion for your life and so uh, I want you to get the drive and the determination to go after it no matter what it costs you know so many people want to know the intricacies of success before they make the investment and i tell them that's illegal and unlawful you'll never know if i knew everything that was entailed in the journey to success and becoming who i am today i would have never started There were so many obstacles and oppositions, I would have just said, forget it, I'll choose something easy and something different. But I wasn't wired for easy, I was wired for excellent, so I had to keep going despite the opposition and challenges. And so I don't want you to become so mesmerized and engulfed in the intricacies that you don't make the investments that will produce the success you want to see. Forget about that. I mean, make the investments. And at the end of the day, when you invest in your success, you're always going to find yourself living in a realm beyond what you ever imagined. You're going to see your potential unlocked. You're going to see realities coming into view that you never even possible for your life. And so uh, inspiration without intention is short-lived. So it's good to be inspired. Many people listen to this podcast and they get inspired. They read my books and get inspired. They hear me give a keynote, they get inspired. They see me on television or read about me in the magazine, they get inspired. But without intentionality, that's short-lived and nothing really happens with your life. And then excitement without execution results in extinguished dreams and expired visions. And so you can't just live an excited life, you got to execute. I always ask people, what are you executing on? And when I hear the the hesitation and the ums and, well, you know, and I was going to, it lets me know that you're making excuses and you are not taking the actions that are going to change your life. The difference in seasons are the actions you take, the associations you keep, and here we go with the new piece today, the alignment of your Now, if you have followed my work for any length of time, you know that the mind is my favorite topic on the planet, because that's where I've had to do the most work. And uh, the transformation of my mind has just shifted everything about my life. It's given me influence. It's given me a voice. It's given me... um, thought leadership capacity to bring solutions to global issues and problems. And so it will do the same thing for you, but you have to begin to give your mind the care and the consideration that it needs. I think it's vitally important that you don't just work on your game, but you must work on the growth of your mind. Write that down. A lot of people, especially if you're an athlete or into sports, I mean, the Super Bowl is coming up this weekend. Uh, people that succeed at the highest level work on their game and it's good to work on your game or your gift but so many people do not work on the growth of their mind and for me the growth of my mind is more important than my gift because your gift uh, you know how to operate in your gift. I mean, without refinement and cultivation, it can't reach its full potential. But, I mean, your thinking is like the engine that drives everything in your life. And if your thought process and pattern is not right, then everything that you try to construct and build your life upon is going to collapse and it's not going to be built to last. And so a mind neglected will always produce a mediocre life. Are you neglecting your mind? Because, I mean, we could go deep with this, but just from a scientific standpoint, we are presented with thousands of images on a daily basis, whether it be from your laptop, whether it be from your smartphone, whether it be from your television and commercials and advertisements, wherever it's coming from, you're constantly being bombarded with images. And the reality is that your mind is being imprinted and impressioned upon even without your permission. And so, if all of this stuff is coming into your mind without your permission, imagine what you could produce The life, if you allow the right things into your mind with your permission, and how that could begin to set success in motion for you. Um, I always say this that I'm very intentional about what I think and also what I allow to live in my mind. Because it's one thing to think a thing, it's another thing to accept a thought. And the powerful thing about you as a human being is that you don't have to accept every thought that tries to come into your mind. You have the ability to arrest a thought and to keep that thought from taking residence. Now, the problem comes in when you – uh, you don't stop that thought and you don't reject it. You allow it to take residence and root in your life and then it becomes challenging to uproot that thought from your mind once it's been planted and so your greatest defense is the Stop it before it gains the access, and I don't have time to go there today. But a mind that is nourished will produce a life of mastery, and so you got to nourish your mind. Uh, there are people, we will nourish our bodies. We're going to make sure we eat, some of us three, some of us four, some of us five times a day, but we're going to nourish our bodies because so only people don't nourish their minds. And so you've got to give the mind the nourishment that it needs so that you can have the growth mindset that will produce the realities that you want. Uh, the mind is either a place of growth or stagnation. I think it's important for us to establish that. And so for a lot of people, the mind is just a place of stagnation. Nothing is really, well, let me change that. Something is always growing in your mind. It just det- You have to determine what that thing is. Um, because negative thoughts can take root just like positive thoughts can take root. But your, your mind is always growing and cultivating something. But make sure that you're allowing your mind to be a place of growth and not a place of stagnation. An uncommon future will never... Uh, be born from an undeveloped mind. Write that down. An uncommon future will never be born from an undeveloped mind. And so, as you've heard me say many times before, uh, there are 12 environments that you must cultivate for a life of, excuse me, success and prosperity. But in order to Create that life of success and prosperity, the number one environment that you got to cultivate is your mind. And so if you're not cultivating the realm of thought, then you're not going to experience um, the breakthroughs, the results, the transformation, or the progress. Uh, that you want to see in your life. And so many people are not developing their minds. Uh, you don't just develop your mind because you get information. You don't just develop your mind because you read a book. You don't just develop your mind because you went to a seminar. But you got to be very intentional about planting the seeds into your thoughts into your mind, excuse me, so that it becomes part of your thought pattern and process, and then you can ultimately produce the results and the reality that you want to see. You are always one decision away from a different life. But one of the things that changed my life is realizing that you are always one thought away from a different reality. And so we know about decisions, but where do decisions come from? Decisions are offspring of the mind. Write that down decisions are offspring of the mind and so every decision you make can be traced back to a thought that you entertain and embrace and so uh, you are one thought away from a different reality and so if your thoughts have brought you here then your thoughts also have the ability uh, and the potential to bring you into a brand new day and a brand new reality for yourself what so many people fail to understand is that everything begins with a thought i've discovered in my life that empowered thoughts produce an extraordinary life and disempowered thoughts produce a defeated life your thoughts decide your actions and they ultimately shape your reality so a lot of people will come to me and i've heard this and i'm sure you've heard it before too something just came over me and I don't know why I did what I did well yes you do know why you did what you did because your action uh, your thoughts decide your actions and ultimately shape your reality so so what happened is you thought that thing, you acted on that thought and then it produced a reality that you uh, don't want to live with or accept or embrace as true and so what we don't understand is that we got to get dominance of our thinking because our actions are following our thinking. And so many people are living their lives unconsciously because they have an undeveloped mind. They're just going through life, sleepwalking, and they're not really realizing that they're making horrible choices, creating bad habits and toxic cycles in their lives. And every year uh, things are just not improving and they have not woken up to the reality that all of this started with a thought. You on it, it's a reality for you, and now you need to break that cycle so that you can break your way into a new set of circumstances for your life. The danger in the self-help movement is that it has emphasized positive thinking but neglected to emphasize the importance of a paradigm shift. I mean, you can think positive thoughts, but positive thoughts in a negative mind is not going to produce the outcome that you want to see. And so it's good to think positive thoughts, positive vibes, all of the little buzzwords that we use, but you've got to have a paradigm shift. A paradigm is a thought pattern or process. It is a worldview that shapes the narrative of how you see your life and how you see the world. And the reality is that your reality unfolds according to your paradigm and how you see the world. And so if I think positive thoughts, happy thoughts, but I have not taken the time to examine what is living inside of my mind, all of that serves absolutely no benefit to me. And so you gotta take time to not just study what you think, but why you think it, write that down. You have to take the time to study not just what you think, but why do you think that way? And when I began to move beyond the what to the why, it began to floor me, you know, what what were the, really the roots of these things? A lot of it was self-limiting beliefs, perceptions, cultural conditioning, uh, psychological constructs, emotional triggers, Projections, uh, innuendo. There's so many things that contribute to why we think a particular way, but nobody ever stops to think about that. We just focus so much on what we're thinking and not why. And so if you ever want to reverse the cycle or shift the paradigm, you got to dig deep into the whys of your thinking so that you can begin to make the changes that you need to make. So positive thinking without the renewal of the mind will only result in repeated cycles. Positive thoughts without the transformation of the mind will only cause you to live stuck. And so a lot of people in the world are just stuck. That that thought pattern, how can I say this? A system of belief that is flawed and never adjusted becomes a stronghold and a barrier in your life. Write that down. A system of belief that goes unchecked and unchanged will ultimately form a stronghold and a barrier in your life. And so people come to me and some of them are crying and they're about their lives, and they're like, you know, I don't know how I got here. And what they don't understand is that if we don't take the time to deconstruct your system of belief, that stronghold and barrier will only get bigger in your life. And so I know for me, for a lot of years, it was just the same thing over and over and over again until I came to the recognition that this is a pattern that I've got to break and reverse and interrupt in my life. And when I began to do that, that thing began to break and dissolve. And I now had a new ground where I could begin to plant and cultivate the type of thoughts that I wanted to see manifest in my life. Um, so many people are frustrated with their life, and much of this frustration can be traced back to what they have allowed to grow in the field of their minds. And we just talked about that. I won't go back into that. What you plant in the garden of your mind determines what grows and manifests in the moments of your life. Write that down. What you plant in the garden of your mind determines what grows and manifests in the moments of your life. So what are you planting in the garden of your mind? Years ago, I was having my quiet time, and I began to see this garden, and I began to see the mind. I began to see our conscious and our subconscious mind, and I began to see all of this dirt and debris and toxic. Acidity, and it began to represent things that I had allowed to live and to occupy mental real estate in my life. And I, it began to occur to me that these are things that I planted into my mind, whether consciously or unconsciously, they've been planted and they've... Grown and they are producing at that time a harvest that I did not want to see. And so that's what was manifesting in the moments of our lives. And I don't think we get the correlation that our moments are only what we have allowed the mind to engineer them to be. Let me say that again. Our moments are only what we have allowed the mind to engineer them to be, and we don't realize that the thoughts of our lives are shaping the trajectory and everything is being determined by how you think. And so I think it's so important that you understand that your present reality is a result of your paradigm and that everything that you are creating through your life right now can be linked back to the way that you think no momentum will happen in your life without the engagement of your mind why is that important because the engagement of your mind empowers your victory and a disengaged mind will produce a disempowered life now I know that I'm 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 throwing a lot of concepts at you, but I really want to drive this home so that you really get this today. What is a disengaged mind? A disengaged mind is a mind that has given up its right to reason, scrutinize, analyze, pontificate, and ponder before arriving at a conclusion. I know that's a mouthful. Let me say it again a disengaged mind is a mind that has given up its right to reason scrutinize analyze pontificate and ponder before arriving at a conclusion so let me simplify that a little bit a disengaged mind accepts any idea or concept as true uh, without challenging it so what have you and you know a lot of this comes from our background and our cultural conditioning um, it comes from um, our family lines, our family structure, our family psychology. Uh, what I call the uh, family patterns that need to be pathologies is the word I was looking for. They need to be interrupted in your life, and uh, we don't realize them. They, we we have accepted them, and many times our environment determines what we accept. Write that down. That's powerful in itself. We could unpack this the whole rest of this show with that one concept. Your environment determines what you accept. So a lot of times people are like, but I didn't plant that in my mind. I didn't. Yes, you did. You know why? Because it, your environment programmed it into your subconscious. And because of your environment programmed it into your subconscious, that's what you have settled for as the bar and the standard in your life. Even without you being cognitively aware of it, we've done it. We've all done it. And a disengaged mind has become a puppet that is manipulated and controlled by cultural conditioning. And so there are a lot of things that are in our mind that occupy mental real estate that we don't really understand how in the world they got there, but the environment around you has conditioned you Um, And sadly, we are often conditioned for constraint in our capacity. Write that down. Oftentimes, we are conditioned for constraints in our capacity. And so our environment is often constrict potential, and it does not facilitate the development and unlocking of our potential and capacity. The disengaged mind is neutral and inflexible. And let me say this, there is nothing more destructive to your potential than a neutral mind. Write that down. There's nothing more destructive to your potential than a neutral mind. You cannot afford for your mind to be in neutral. So people that are just constantly floating, they have no sense of purpose or direction with their life, that's a dangerous place to be. You have got to gird up the loins of your mind. That means that you got to put a band around your thoughts. You can't allow anything to just live and take up residence in your mind, this is how it starts. It starts as a suggestion. It grows from a suggestion into a decision. It goes from a decision to an action. It goes from an action to a result. It goes from a result to an established precedent which begins to control the motion and everything about your life. And so if you can stop it as a suggestion, it'll never become a stronghold in your life. And so what I'm trying to teach you how to do is to stop it as a suggestion. Why would I even entertain that? Is this thought even in alignment with the life that I'm trying to create? So yeah, this has become like autopilot to me. A certain thought comes to my mind, okay, that thought is not in alignment with who I am or the life I'm trying to create. So well, I'm not even going to allow that thing to begin to fester and to grow and to germinate. I'm going to immediately get rid of that. And you got to counteract that. You can't just say, I'm not accepting that because I'm telling you, things will begin to occupy in a real estate. And you will come back later and say, how did that get there? And it got there because you were not a first responder. You are the gatekeeper of your own mind. You're the gatekeeper of your mind. You determine what lives in there, what occupies there, what gets real estate there. And so you gotta be very intentional and selective about what you allow to live in your mind. The disengaged mind has embraced a life of limitations and restrictions. In order to re-engage the mind, you must first renew the mind. Let me say that again. To reengage the mind, you must first renew the mind. And What is that? Renewing the mind requires you to expose it to new concepts and ideas. Um, everybody knows I am a big, big advocate of learning and growth and development. I probably read hundreds of books a year. Um, I listen to a lot of information, um, but I don't listen to all information. I'm, I'm selective about what I listen to. I'm selective about what I read because. I I need things that are in alignment with the life that I'm creating for myself. But I'm I'm very intentional about the concepts and ideas that I expose myself to. You can't be a thought leader and you're not growing. You can't be a thought leader and you're not reading. You cannot be a thought leader and you're not investing in your personal development. And so you have got to expose your mind to new concepts and ideas. Do you know that there are people – that finish college and never read another book in their lives. They finish college, they say, I'm done with that, I'm going to do my job. Other than reading their manuals or training for work, they don't read books. They don't do anything. They don't listen to podcasts. Some don't go to seminars unless the company requires it. You have to keep growing. You have to make a commitment to do this, and you've got to expose yourself to new concepts and ideas. You also got to understand that renewing the mind is reprogramming the mind so that it can perceive new possibilities and reality. You have lived adjusted to an old paradigm for so long that if you don't begin to expose yourself to new ideas and concepts, you will just accept low living. And low possibilities for yourself so you've got to make a decision that you're going to expose your mind to new ideas renewing the mind means breaking the cycle and interrupting the pattern now this is very key renewing the mind is introducing a new belief uh, that invites you into a new way of being let me say that again renewing the mind is introducing new beliefs that invite you into a new way of being your beliefs translate into who you become. They translate into your being, your way of being, your way of living. And so if 2023 is going to be different, understand that patterns are an adversary to your progress. And what you repeat, you will never master. Let me say that again. What you repeat, you will never master. So cycles want to cripple you in your capacity for greatness, but this is the year that you must be willing to challenge your assumptions no way i'm going to finish this so i don't know maybe i'll roll this into a different series because i got to cut this series off but assumptions are not standards i want you to get that assumptions are not standards because we live in a world that has exalted before we believe the truth but it is not a standard assumptions are underlying beliefs that undermine breakthrough in your life in other words it is the invisible script an internal narrative that is constantly playing in the mind. What invisible script, an internal narrative is playing in your mind? I can tell you that for most people it's negative. For me it was negative until I started to reprogram my mind with the type of thoughts that facilitated the reality that I wanted to create. And so uh, assumptions create the stories that keep you stuck. Write that down. Assumptions create the stories that keep you stuck. Assumptions are the limitations that we have learned to live with that stand in the way of the life that we've been destined to live. What are you living with that is limiting your potential for greatness? That's the real question. Uh, There are some things that you have got to declare absolutely unacceptable for your life and anything that infringes upon your freedom your personal power your significance your growth development those are things that you got to aggressively attack if you want to take your life to the next level assumptions can be mastered by overruling uh the stories that obstruct your greatness and so if you want to go to the next level you got to overrule the stories that are obstructing greatness in your life the second part of this is you got to challenge your fears Fear is a form of spiritual currency, just like faith is a form of spiritual currency. Fear is an exchange that we make with our doubt at the expense of our dreams. Let me say that again. Fear is an exchange that we make with our doubts at the expense of our dreams. Fears are illusions that infringe upon our imagination, interrupt our progress, and imprison our potential. It is the mental roadblocks that rob us of the more that we know is available for our lives. Every time you get ready to conquer new frontiers in your life, fear is going to show up. And why is this so important? Because fears are about um, ultimately trying to cause you to settle um, for a reality that is less than you were intended to live. Fears are the prevailing thoughts that blind you to your true power and potential. And fear always chooses security over destiny. Write that down. Fear always chooses security over destiny. And so what fear wants to do, it wants to get you to settle for a safe life, a convenient life, a comfortable life, but it wants to rob you of the opportunity to be the ceiling breaker and the change agent that you were created to be. Fear ignored will produce a faith that is inactive and inoperative but fear confronted will unleash the force of things and usher you into unlimited possibilities for your life. Uh, you have got to begin to address assumptions. You've got to begin to address fears, underlying beliefs, uh, perceptions that stand in the way of your success and prosperity. If this year is going to be different for you, it's going to be different because you made a decision to develop your mind. Uh, You got to give your mind the care, the concern, the consideration that it needs so that you can take your life to the next level. Nothing changed in my life until I changed my thinking. And when I changed my thinking, everything else in my life began to change because I realized that everything that I birthed through my life begins with my belief system. And it doesn't matter what I'm intending to build or to create or to construct. If I don't get my belief system right, I'm going to bankrupt my sickness and prosperity, and I'm never going to live the life that I was intended to live. i got to put an end to this series. I wish I could go on and on, but we have spent – five key episodes teaching you on how to start the year off right. I hope that you'll put this into practice and that it will help you to take your life out of neutral and into overdrive. Have an incredible week ahead, and I'll talk to you again real soon. Be blessed.